is actually a benefit to us because it prevents the growth of any microorganisms yeah. in there. So it's relatively sterile when it's coming out because nothing can grow in it. Yeah. And it's not a danger to the tissue because it, it doesn't have time to penetrate. Also, and because yep. it's waterproof. Some of you guys have already heard me say this, but it is the number one adhesive that is used in saltwater aquariums. Why? Because they use it to glue live coral. Why? Because it doesn't leach out into the salt water. It doesn't hurt the fish or the live organisms or little crabs or whatever. And it's perfectly safe. From the City of Roses, this is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey, Toss. Happy LashCon ticket launch day. Woohoo! Yes. Happy LashCon ticket launch. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a new official holiday. The day is here. Yes. It's time Today, to get your champagne. Right now, as we're recording this, we're recording this obviously before launch day, but this episode should be coming out the day that our ticket sales have started and uh, we'll see how it goes. Actually, you should buy the ticket and then get the champagne. <laughs> yes, 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 exactly. So we're excited. Uh, today is a big day for us because we have never sold tickets this early. It's always been like, yeah, in June, July, whatever. And then it just feels like a mad rush. Well, what I love about it, since it's early, it's like the earliest. Now you have time to like plan what you're going to wear right. and the things that you're going to do and all the fun stuff. And we're going to have so much more to help you this year as far as getting you ready. Last year, I think we got our class list out like three days or a week or two before. Right now on their schedule, it's, if everything goes as planned, you should be able to see all the classes that are there. Um, also, we're going to send out to you way in advance, like a schedule, like here's all the events. Here's our suggested dress code so that you can plan your outfits, so you can plan everything. Because I think we had like seven or eight dress changes through the yeah. whole weekend. It was crazy. I do want to say like the, the you know, we talk about the clothes and the, and the dress change. All of that stuff is optional, you know, yeah. seriously. I mean, for the first couple of years, I was just like pulling stuff out of my own closet, right? Yeah. You don't have to go shopping for last No, car. but then people are asking us, well, what is it going to be like? And so if you're one of those gals that likes to plan the outfit and the shoes and the earrings and all that stuff, then that's for you. But don't add any extra pressure on yourself. Yeah. Or I mean, extra costs. I mean, the main thing to do is come and learn and grow your business. And I'd say networking would be second. The parties are there just to blow off steam. But that really, in the end, you could skip that stuff because the real value is in, is in the speakers and the breakout sessions. And we have all these pre-events now. So LashCon, the heart of LashCon is all day Sunday, all day Monday. That's when all, of, all the main speakers. But we also have pre-events. We have day one, which happens on Friday. That's a leadership development and mastermind day evening. We have... Uh, What's it called? Lash Booth Collective, which is a business training coming from three other brands. You have SoCo Lashes, Beautylicious, and my brand lashes are all coming together to teach you about business. And that's a separate event. You buy a separate ticket for that. And we also have the morning Lash Lab on Saturday, which is now four leading trainers. Tusney, Ali from Lash Anarchist, Automitter from Alibana, and Anna from Designer Pro. So those four are going to be teaching classes. And these are all added things that you have to buy separate. So you can buy your ticket. And then you'll see add-ons, and you can buy any one of these or none of them, whatever it's it is. It's like add-on shrimp for $6. There you, know, you go. Yes. Add-on chicken. <laughs> or do you want uh, dessert at the end? 
and you can add on something fun. Because people have been wanting more, so we're just trying to find little ways. But at the same time, we wanted people to be able to come if they can't afford all that. Just come for those two days, get a lot of value, and go home. And then those of you who have a little bit more time or resources or really want to invest in your business and you see the value in it, then you can spend a little bit more money. But the money's not insane. I mean, Lash Lab is 150 bucks, and the Lash Booth Collective is only 99 And day one's the most expensive because we bring in a couple speakers. So that one's 350 But you don't have to. It's all good. So anyhow, guys, do you want to sign up? If you haven't gotten to it today, go sign up soon because I'm almost certain VIP will sell, sell out. out. And then the standard tickets will sell out eventually. I just don't know if it's going to be now or if it's going to be like June or July. Well, do you know when the next price hike is going to go? It's two months. So we have about seven, eight weeks before it. So I would think it will be, we're in late May, I think, is when we have it. So I'm pretty sure that VIP is going to sell out before yeah, then, Yeah, before that, definitely. So... Anyhow, those are our announcements, guys. We just kind of rolled right into it because really today we want to do an episode about, well, answering questions. We get asked questions all the time. People reach out to me, DM me, and we actually try to respond to everyone. I don't think there's anyone where I've just ignored you. And even the people who are not polite, <laughs> like they just go, I need an answer to this. You're like, hey, how, howdy, partner. How are you? <laughs> you know, and they're just like, what? They get that information because I get it. Everyone's stressed. Everyone's trying to figure things out. And But I just, as a tip, when you reach out to me, it, just say hello. Hey, how are you doing? It's a little nice honey well, uh, yeah. attracts more flies than vinegar. Right? It does. It does. But that said, we're always happy to answer. Who wants to attract care. flies, by the way? I don't know. It should be bees, uh, no, right? Is it? I thought honey attracts bees, not Flies. I think the saying is honey attracts more flies than no, vinegar. That's it. It's no, yeah, right? No, it's flies. It's honey attracts bees. If you want to be attract bees, yeah. But I think the saying. Anyway, if you guys know, just uh, DM us and tell us which ones is it flies or bees. Yeah, yeah. Let us know. Answer these deep, deep questions. We must know. All right. So we're going to go go through some short things. This is almost like a little Q and A or a little time to pick Tessa's brain. So let's get in the first one. Should you use a glue ring or not? Mm, okay. Well, the answer to this depends on a couple of factors. Some people have also posed the question like, should I use a jade stone? What about those little fancy wells that people are using now like in their tile? Sometimes they have a little notch in it. I know that Christine from Island Lash has designed one that's really cute. It's, it's notched with a little tab so that you can actually make your own little fans with it. So the answer to this depends on what your needs are. I have heard it said you don't want to use a glue ring because the fumes are close to the face. So I want to dispel that one right off the bat. I don't think that one holds much merit because you're not going to make that much impact by not using a glue ring. You're not going to make that much impact on the fumes. You're not going to stop the vapors from spreading around the room. Thank you. I mean, there is a, I forget this principle, what they call it, but you do it like in high school and they'll, they'll take a jar and you'll put some sort of vapor or fumes in a jar and it will spread out and fill the whole jar. It won't just stay in one section. And that's the way vapors and fumes and all these gases work. They dissipate and they spread throughout Equally the whole Equally through the room. Yeah, there's a term for that, but I can't remember what that is. Well, let's just talk about this super quick, the difference between a fume and a vapor. Sure. Everyone always refers to the what cyanoacrylate gives off is technically a vapor, and it's true because a fume is anything that has combustion in it, anything that's burning, yeah. right? So the so adhesive... Hopefully you're not burning things on <laughs> people's faces. Because it's not burning, it's a vapor. Yeah. But it doesn't act like a gas in the sense that we think of a vapor because what happens is that particulate bonds with the moisture, moisture in the air, in the air right? immediately. Yeah. So it becomes a 
particulate. A particulate. I'm just trying to finish all your sentences. Thing. Exactly. You. <laughs> That's right. You're like the. Because I've listened to you a thousand times. I'm like, I can answer this sentence. Yeah, keep I going. know. I know. So that's what's happening. Okay. Now, when they say don't use the glue ring because it's near the face, basically they're, they're trying to cut down on perhaps any irritation that might affect the client or adversely. They, think, they might think also that's what causes the allergy sometimes. Yeah, they say this not for the protection of the lash artist yourself because the glue ring is far enough away from your face, or maybe not if you're hunched over the client, but by them saying don't use it, they're trying to cut down on the vapors. It is so negligible what's happening there. What cuts down on the vapors is making sure that that eye is closed and it's not lifted with any tape. What attributes to the redness and the pinkness of the eye is it being parted or being opened. And then the vapors, the particulate from the adhesive can get in there and and be quite irritating because the eye is, what exacerbates it the most is the fact that the eye is dry. When the eye is dry, you have just sopped up all, the first line of defense for the eyeball. That first line of defense is that lipid tear film. Not only does it have lipids in it and and salt and water, but it also has other antimicrobial benefits to it. But when that's gone, it's super irritating. Did you ever see that SpongeBob episode when SpongeBob and uh, Patrick go to Sandy's uh, world and yes, they take and off they their dry out? Yeah, because they don't want it to be you know fancy and and so they want to use air, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so then afterwards, it shows them all dried out and they have to go to the doctor. Anyway, so that's what happens <laughs> to our eyes. It gets so dried out and it turns yeah. red. Okay, so and part of it too. I mean, we're totally off target now for the glue ring. I think, but we might as well talk about this. Is you hear this all the time when people talk about their eyes getting red. I say, oh, you have a chemical burn. Is it a chemical burn? No, not technically. No. Okay. The adhesive does not have the ability to caustically burn the skin. Okay. Yeah. Now, let me modify this. If large amounts of the adhesive get onto the skin with any kind of like natural fiber, like a, you spill it onto your jeans, it can cause a burn, right? Yeah a thermal burn. But when we talk about it as lash artists, we're afraid that it's the chemicals that are burning the tissues. And that is not happening. The adhesive doesn't have that ability to do that. How do we know that, Tuss? Prove it. Well, it would be on the bottle. It would be um, or on the SDS, which is the safety data sheet. And it would come with a pictogram on it, which is a red outline of a box. And inside the box would be a picture of a hand pouring a test tube on another hand and a chunk of the hand being burned out. Yeah. It would also have a picture of lungs with fire and burning inside the lungs as if you're inhaling it. A little devil in there. (laughs) Because OSHA requires you to, manufacturers to warn the dangers dangers, of it, this SDS is there so that people can understand how to handle it. And you would have to have protective breathing goggles. You would have to make sure that it says corrosive on it. The adhesive doesn't do that. The only pictogram that is associated with cyanoacrylate adhesive is an exclamation mark, which is the most common, and it means it's an eye and skin irritant. So you want to make sure that there's a lot of ventilation, not because it's burning, but that particulate is irritating. It has an acrid smell to it. It it can be irritating. So Yeah, I mean, we talked to Dr. Stout once, and he says, I know it seems very caustic, 
I mean, you smell it. It looks like it could just be horrible, but it sets so fast. It doesn't, it have, doesn't, time have, it doesn't have time to penetrate the tissues. Yeah. But the toxicity in some way, and I shouldn't say toxicity, but it's actually a benefit to us because it prevents the growth of any microorganisms yeah. in there. So it's relatively sterile when it's coming out because nothing can grow in it. Yeah. And it's not a danger to the tissue because it, it doesn't have time to penetrate. It sets. It just, boom, it sets in seconds. And because they can't do any damage. Right. Also, and because... Yeah. Because it's waterproof. Let me explain yeah. this to you. Some of you guys have already heard me say this, but it is the number one adhesive that is used in saltwater aquariums. Why? Because they use it to glue live coral. Why? Because it doesn't leach out into the salt water. It doesn't hurt the fish or the live organisms or little crabs or whatever. And it's perfectly safe. Yeah. Also, I remember when we talked to an OSHA once came by our place and they did a little inspection and we were talking to them about cyanoacrylates and we, you know, we were concerned. We were still learning about cyanoacrylates and we said, look, we have, you know, this in the room. Is this any problem? Is this going to cause breathing issues or potential side effects that are really damaging to people? And he looked what we did. We showed we just do a little drop and he looked, goes, no. Oh, he no. almost laughed. He actually kind of laughed, actually did. He said that, you know, cyanoacrylate is very safe, that there's no, OSHA doesn't have any PELs, which is permissible exposure uh, limits on yeah. cyanoacrylate. No, they don't. It's just like considered a very inert, very safe product. It's been around it for a long time. It does have one exclamation mark on yeah. it. It's a sky, uh, just like alcohol. Rubbing alcohol is the same, has the same, same uh, symbol. Yeah. And, it, you know, at the same time, these adhesives can be, do have the allergy. Some people, it can be irritating or can cause an allergy. So we don't want to downplay that. So Okay, let's go back to the glue ring. Yeah, let's go back. Okay, so... I used to say no glue rings because it was more difficult to do my specific technique, which is I like to keep the hands pretty much relatively in one space. Minimize your movements so that you can be as fast as possible. However, as I've grown and matured, there's many ways to skin that cat. I know you're not supposed to say that, but I can't think of anything else, right? There's many ways to put on lipstick, right? Yeah, there's more than one way to, you know, There's more than one ways to cut hair, right? There's more than one way to stir a pot. You can use a fork. Right? That's right. Okay. So if a glue works for you, it's fine. The reason why I don't like to is because I want the adhesive onto the extension in a certain way. I like it to be quite full. I like to have like a couple of drops on there. Now, some people would say, I don't like that much adhesive. Then maybe a glue ring would work or one of those little wells would work for you. But I like to have more. So I don't want to put my extension into anything that it's dipping into. I want the adhesive to have more surface, like surface tension. So it creates a bubble, right? Somebody recently asked us, well, what about a jade stone? Yeah, you can use a jade stone. It's not bad. It's not a moral thing, right? So if you use one, don't feel bad about that. The difficulty is is that you have to soak off the acetone, it gets gross. Then you can put the tape on. But or then you use acetone to soak off the glue, yeah. Or you can use like a little sticker, which is kind of what I do. And some people do. I think Untame has a sticker that you can put glue on and other people do the same thing. Yeah, you can also use like double stick tape from Daiso. That's what we And use. what it does is it, it holds the adhesive so that when you put a drop on, it, it creates like a little dome. And I like it like that. I like that property that when you stick the extension into that, I like the way it scoops up the ad- adhesive yeah. on it. So the long answer to this question, or, you know, I just answered the long way, but whatever works... <laughs> Short answer. Whatever works for you. I, you know, when yeah. I teach my class, a lot of times people will come with their own preferred method. And I just ask them out of, you know, trial and error, I've learned, just try it my way first. And if you want to go back, you can. But 
in my technique, we use a little bit more adhesive than most people are used to, and they need to pick up a little bit more. If they don't, and they still use a glue ring or they still use a, a little well, then they have to keep going back to the adhesive to get more of it. And yeah. it's about, all about expediency. So then I usually have them switch to my way. But if you're doing it in a way that's different than what I say, it's okay too. Yeah. No, there you go. And that's, I think that like most things with lashes, it's preference. But I think the big takeaways is by not using a glue ring or by using it, you're not going to do anything to make it worse for them. They're not going to have more allergies. They're not going to have worse effects. That's not going to have any impact there. And if you choose not to use it, that's fine too. We don't use them. Yeah. The reason why I don't use it is because the way that I've wired myself to do lashes is that I keep both my hands pretty much on the client's head. Yeah. And also the glue ring. Yeah, it just doesn't work for your your technique for me. very well. All right, so let's move. Wow, that took us a lot longer than I thought. So let's only do a couple more. We're trying to make this a shorter episode. So we had someone recently ask me this. Does perfume affect lash retention? Because they were taught by uh, some trainer that, hey, if the client's wearing perfume, the retention of the lashes may not be so good. Fair enough question. Yeah. Because we all are concerned about uh, longevity. And, and again, it's a gas or vapor. It's in the air and it's, you know, mingling with the- I think people might the- think it's like an oil so that the oil is stopping it from bonding and that therefore it doesn't fully cure, yeah. which is not the case. No. The presence of oil does not make a difference. In fact, the oil actually can be a catalyst. It's not necessarily the moisture that causes it to cure. Yes, it is moisture, but technically it's the anionic polymerization. And it creates this reaction that causes the polymers to line up, link up, and form a hard waterproof property. Yeah. And that can happen with the oil. So even if there was oil vapor in the room, it still would be binding with the oil and causing that catalytic polymerization to happen. So no, the adhesive cannot be inhibited by perfume. Yeah, I mean, we showed, at least with oil, if you go on our Instagram and look back in February, I think it was, of 2022, in case you listen to this, in 2028, <laughs> go back six years, whenever that time will be. And you'll see we have two videos that we place back-to-back. One where you layered oil all over one eye, attached all the lashes, and didn't do it to the other side. And then we monitored those lashes for the next two weeks, and there was no fallout. Like, the lashes held up just as well with the oiled eyes that were oiled. And then the next day, we released a video from a Chinese brand that posted this video, I think Dream Lashes or something like that. And their video literally shows someone covering it all over their finger, and immediately they attach it. Right after the glues, the oil's all over it, they attach a lash in two seconds. It's stuck there. In forensics, when they're trying to find latent um, fingerprints, the you know when you touch something, you leave a little bit of oil, and it's identifying, right? So what they do is they take that fingerprint, they put it in a little chamber, they heat the adhesive, the cyanoacrylate, so that it's distributed properly, and it goes to those spots because it's binding with the oil. Yeah. So it's not an issue. So don't worry about it. There might be other reasons why you don't want them wearing tons of perfume. We've had clients in the way in the past who would come in and after they had left, you know. Nobody could breathe. Yeah, it'd be like a whole day of like, oh my gosh, when is this going to leave and dispense? Or disperse. So it, it kind of goes into the next question, which was, does the oil diffuser affect yeah, the retention? That was, I mean, this probably is almost like a repeat answer from last yeah. question, but yeah. No, it's not going to affect the retention. It can possibly affect somebody who has 
allergies, right? A tendency to have contact dermatitis for sure because the skin on the eyelids is extremely thin and if they're allergic to essential oils or the skin there is thinner and it can cause contact dermatitis. Yeah, oil diffusers we tried, but we actually found out that some clients would have reactions to it and be bothered by it. We also have tried candles and you have to be careful with candles too because candles, if it, um, like our son with soy, causes him to have a little bit of reaction. I know we had He's one, allergic. He's allergic. We had a team member who literally couldn't have soy candles at all. It would No, hers also- wasn't soy. Hers was the Bed Bath & Beyond ones. It yeah. was like the manufactured uh, oil. Yeah, there was something in it that really set her off. So Anaphylaxis. Yeah, yeah, seriously. She had to once leave the client, go in the bathroom and take an EpiPen and all that. So it was really, you know, you have to be careful. Like when you're introducing these things in the air in your salon, you're adding potential problems that could complicate. But longevity is not one of them. That's not it. It's more like allergies and those type of stuff. But yeah, nothing to do with actually affecting the lashes. So I think we'll call it with that. We have some other stuff. Are you sure? That's like a baby cast. I know, it is a baby cast. We can come back and do more baby casts. So guys, if you have questions, please reach out to us and we will reach out and respond to them and we'll get back to you. Yeah, and I just want to say a shout out to Chuchi Lash from Susanna. She just, she reached out to me and she said hi and I just want to say hi. Okay, awesome. So yeah, please don't feel shy. I mean, if the questions are super complex, we may not get to those because once in a while someone may ask the questions like, can you explain to me how to build my salon? I'm like, uh, okay, that's not just a little two-second answer. I may give them a tip, like, here's one thing you can do, but I'm not going to tell you everything. There's so many things you can do. So, But usually when they're more technical, hey, someone has red eyes, or hey, this, we try our best. At some point, we've actually thought about actually providing a service that you could always call. Mm-hmm. We'll see one day if we can get there. It'd be really cool to be able to have like a hotline that you can call <laughs> and get, right. get lash help whenever you need it. So, Anyway, guys, make sure you, if you haven't yet, go to our website, thelashconference.com, and buy your LashCon tickets today. Oh, I'm hoping everything's up by now. I'll be having to re-edit all this if that's not. But that's it, guys. Hopefully you'll do that. But anyhow, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. We are all done. We're ready to move on, and we will be back again later this week. But for now, I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at the LashCast Podcast and at the Lash Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. And we really love your reviews, guys. That's the stuff that it's is like, like it's like fire. money. It's, it's like, like money. Air. It it's is like joy. It is pure joy. It's like, yeah, pure joy. Yeah, it is. So please read those reviews. It helps us. And by the way, it helps us to get the word out to new people because when you write reviews, Apple likes us more and they'll share us with other people. So anyhow. On behalf of my last balloon animal, Tussany. <laughs> I wanted him to say yeah, that. <laughs> last balloon animal. Tussany's a balloon animal today. I love balloon animals. I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. 